0: This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Meyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Meyer. Are you easily deceived? Are you easily manipulated? Now, before you answer too quickly... Let's remember that we went through two and a half years or so of the so-called COVID epidemic or pandemic that became endemic, so to speak, to American culture and to so-called scientific thought, which Americans idolized as the only things that really matter. Science. Just follow the science, we were told. Well, what is science anyway? Have you ever really given some thought to that? What is science anyway? Is science some sort of a uh, actually deterministic kind of endeavor where you can follow something mechanistically from one point to the other and always depend on the end result? No, that's not science at all. It may be mechanics, but it's not science. Science, actually, is dependent upon ideas. It's dependent upon theories. It's dependent upon postulates. It's dependent upon experiments. It's dependent upon a lot of things that aren't necessarily true. The idea and the hope is that through those experiments and through those uh, postulates, ideas, theories, and so on, that somehow we'll be able to ascertain more truth than what we had about a given subject. Maybe, if we're really lucky, actually get to the ultimate truth about it. The problem is that with science, the record shows that coming to an absolute truth is very seldom accomplished. Very seldom. Even with EMC squared and Mr. Einstein we found that actually there were some discrepancies. It was a great formula, and the problem was not with the formula. The problem was that it just didn't apply in every single situation. And we're not going to go into the details of that, but it doesn't take anything away from Mr. Einstein or his uh, wonderful hairdo. That's right, the wonderful hairdo that we see pictured him with, oftentimes with his tongue hanging out. Science is a couple of things. Science is something, it's an experimental process to where we test things out in the hope that we can arrive at some conclusions that are more dependable than what we knew before. Then there's a different kind of science. There's a different kind of science that basically concludes that Whatever a scientist thinks must be true. And so we work backwards. The scientist says it's true, therefore it must be true until it's proven false. Well, that's just the opposite of the way science is supposed to work. And that kind of science has led us into a kind of religious concept concerning science. That science is to be believed, is to be trusted above all else. The problem with that is that science involves human beings. Have you noticed that? Science involves human beings. In fact, there would be no science, as we understand it, at least from the normal uh, definitions of science, unless there were human beings involved, because there would be no postulates, there would be no theories, there would be no testing, no experiments, none of that, because that requires human beings. Now, that leads us to another issue. And that is that anything that is involved in human beings is necessarily suspect, because human beings are not always what they seem to be, what they purport to be on the surface. Have you noticed that? In fact, we're noticing that even the more so with every week that passes, aren't we? We're seeing it with regard to the banking issues. We're seeing it with regard to scientific issues, medicine issues, with regard to governmental issues, legal issues. Just about every single thing depends on some other human being. And that leads us to, for instance, this interesting headline. Catholic University invites gay priests for queer holiness event. The University of Notre Dame is hosting a queer holiness event next week to discuss experiential Christian anthropology. Now that sounds pretty scientific, doesn't it? Anthropology? I thought that was the science of human beings and uh, historical human beings and so on to development. And it says experiential. That almost sounds like experimental. It almost sounds like scientific. Then it calls it Christian. And then it calls it a queer holiness event. Now, if you knew that Notre Dame, as a allegedly strong Catholic university, was going to host a queer holiness event, would that increase your trust or decrease your trust in the human beings associated with Notre Dame? Well, I guess it depends on your viewpoint, doesn't it? Some people would say, "Well, yeah, if I, I I'm in the H G P T, whatever it is." Uh, well, I'm getting confused there with the television program uh, L G B T Q. I'm into that scene, and therefore, yeah, what a great thing. The Catholic University inviting a gay priest for queer holiness event. Well, we're not here to talk about queer holiness events today. We're not even here to talk about holiness events per se. But we're here to talk about manipulation. We're here to talk about another form of manipulation, another word that's related to manipulation, and that is deception. Another word that's associated with that is seduction. Another word that's associated with those is deceit. Another word that's associated with those is dissimulation. Another word that's associated with them is lying. So, with, with all of that foundation having been laid, and realize that today we're supposedly conducting, uh, conducting our discussion in the sphere Of science, we take a look at some very interesting headlines. For instance, Dr. Fauci and others suppressed the British recommendation to use ivermectin against COVID. Another, over $700 million in COVID aid for schools never made it to the classroom. Another, a hearing bombshell revealed that Dr. Fauci paid off scientists to abandon the lab leak theory. Another, the former CDC director, said that Dr. Fauci sidelined anyone who questioned him on the COVID origin. Another, new infection fatality rates a study finds that COVID is much less deadly than originally believed. What do these things tell you? They tell you that science isn't necessarily what you and I have come to think that it is. That it involves men and women who are seriously defective in their moral capacity. We'll talk more about that when we get back. Stay tuned. This is Viewpoint. If the World Tribune tells us today that a new study of a research team by one of the world's most cited physicians found that the COVID infection rate in the previous vaccine era was less than one-tenth of a percent for those under 70. Now, if that be the case, then to what do we attribute, then, the massive fatality rate for COVID. Is it possible that a major part of that so-called fatality rate due to COVID was not due to COVID at all? It was actually due to two things. Number one, the refusal to use certain simple, inexpensive treatments. And number two, the insistence upon using other treatments that were not effective and very costly. Now, is that a reasonable assumption? I'm not saying is it true. I'm saying is that a reasonable assumption? Because if the study shows that the fatality rate of new infections with COVID is much less deadly than originally believed, then there has to be an answer somewhere, doesn't there? I mean, a reasonable person would think that there would have to be a reason, a substantial reason for the difference in thinking or thought as to the deadliness of COVID. And that's not to put down the many that lost their lives from COVID. Indeed, it was a serious disease. No question. But it was the flu. And they didn't want to call it the flu because, well, you couldn't sell untold billions of dollars worth of so-called pharmaceuticals called vaccines if you just called it the flu. No, you had to call it by a big fancy name. And you had to drum up the fatality danger in order to market the billions and billions and billions of dollars worth of so-called vaccines that were, in reality, come to find out, not vaccines at all, as admitted by the CDC itself. Do you see the pattern here? The pattern here is total manipulation. And the manipulation was related to another M-word called marketing. Marketing. Follow the money. In addition to that, you have to follow the power and the perks and the position that goes with the money. And that, my friends, is what drove Dr. Fauci in his preeminent leadership of manipulating not only this nation, but the world. And he had a lot of people to go along with him because... In the pursuit of power, perks, and position, people are easily led down the primrose path by the piper. And then millions of people follow in their jet stream over the cliff. And that's what's happened. It's a simple way of explaining it, but that is what's happened. So we're going to take a look here at the developments with regard to this matter of COVID and the vaccine that wasn't a vaccine and still isn't a vaccine, except they redefined the word vaccine in order to make the COVID jabs a vaccine. According to the CDC, I mean, it's so twisted. The manipulation is so great, friends, that you have to almost get your tongue tied up in a knot, in order to try just to explain the manipulation, the trajectory of the manipulation that has taken place. So today, hopefully, we can somewhat wrap up our dealings with the COVID and uh, uh, vaccine issues and the spirit that was behind them, the manipulative spirit that was behind them, and perhaps use this as a means of perhaps more deeply inspecting our own willingness to be deceived. Our own willingness and ability to be manipulated. Now, why is that important? That's important because Jesus himself told us that one of the greatest Features of the end times just before his second coming was going to be deception. In Matthew chapter 24, you know the Olivet Discourse, two days before his crucifixion, his disciples, both all Jewish disciples, came before him as a Jew and asked him what would be the sign of his coming into the end of the age. And the very first thing he said to them was, take heed that no man deceive you. And then he said, a little bit later, after talking about wars and rumors of wars and famines and pestilence and so on in many places, he then said, and many are going to come in my name and deceive many. In other words, they're going to manipulate you. That's another word for deceit, deceiving, manipulation. We almost prefer the word manipulation rather than deceiving because deceiving sounds just a little harsher than manipulation. Manipulation. So we're using a little different word today in the hope that somehow we can drive the understanding here a little deeper into our minds and our hearts how serious this problem is, is our willingness to be manipulated or deceived. Then Jesus was not at the end of his discussion with his disciples. He said later in the very same chapter, and by the way, guys, The deception is going to be so massive, so great, the manipulation, the seduction, the deception, the dissimulation, the lying, the deceit, the prevarication, whatever term you want to use is going to be so great that if it were possible, even the very small remnant elect who have endured to the end, even they would be deceived. Now, do you think Jesus exaggerated Do you think he used hyperbole there? I don't think so. I think he was trying to get a point across how serious the issue of manipulation and deception was going to be. Now, manipulation and deception has always been around because human beings are sinful. We're the descendants of Adam. Eve was deceived. Adam was not deceived, the Bible says, No, he actually rebelled. Eve was deceived by the deceiver. Adam succumbed to Eve's seduction, knowing full well that God had spoken otherwise. Therefore, he was not deceived. He rebelled. So, that's where sin originated. Rebellion and it happened because of manipulation and seduction and deceit that's how it comes and manipulation and deceit usually comes in like the fog it comes in on little cat feet as the poet robert frost once wrote the fog comes in on little cat feet in other words it comes in very quietly uh, very smoothly, and you're not really aware to any extent, you're not troubled by it, until all of a sudden you're surrounded by it. And then when you get caught in a pea soup fog, just ask the people in the uh, Central Valley of California what that's like. It's horrible. But when you get caught in that, there's very little hope ahead. You're caught. You can't see straight. Your opportunity to have seen straight, your opportunity to have avoided the manipulation, the deception, the coming fog that was going to surround you like a plague. The opportunity is past. Now, what are you going to do? That's our problem, friends, because you and I are facing manipulation. Seduction, dissimulation, prevarication, lying, deceit, all of the words that you can think of that might be synonymous with the word deception. We're facing it all. We're facing it in the area of finances. That we trusted, the banking system that we trusted, and have we discovered that the banking system was only as good as the people in it, and only as good as the viewpoints of the people in it. So, as you see, we call this program Viewpoint, and Viewpoint determines destiny. Your viewpoint, the viewpoint of others, determines your destiny, and you trust their viewpoints, and if their viewpoints are not trustworthy, you will be seduced, deceived, manipulated, and so on. So what's the answer? it may sound horribly discouraging and at one level it is but there is an answer the answer is to be a truth lover to pursue truth at every point not to pursue the easy way out not to follow the easy path not to follow the broad path that the bible says leads to destruction but to follow the narrow path perhaps That leads to life that Jesus talked about. Because he said straight is the gate, narrow is the way, and very few there be that find it. But broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many there be that go in thereat. How many people have been deceived and seduced, manipulated financially? Perhaps you have. You would not be alone. Pastors, parachurch leaders have been seduced and manipulated financially. They also have been involved in manipulating and seducing their parishioners financially, even sometimes in the name of Christ. How many reports have we seen like that? Remember the 1980s with the explosive discoveries of things going on in our country with untold millions of dollars being taken From Christians, and behind the scenes, the things that were happening were not holy, not righteous. They might have been as well have been involved in queer holiness. In other words, calling that holy, which was actually unholy, a manipulative, deception, deceptive, uh, full of prevarication. Uh, manipulation, and so on. So we've got to seek the truth. How are we going to do that? By the way, we're going to get in more to this matter of COVID. We're going to get into the the uh, a whole, I have about eight articles in front of me here that are eye-opening, maybe even eye-popping. Because they're helping us to see what has really happened. And the majority of the American people, in fact, the majority of the world, have been caught up in it and are going to get caught up in it again. Because what happened through COVID is going to happen again on steroids when it comes to digital money. I hope you heard that. Seek the truth. Go to the Word of God every single day. Learn to love the truth. You see, when Pontius Pilate, a worldly kind of a guy, like most of our leaders today, uh, asked Jesus what he was doing there uh, when he was brought on trial by the religious leaders of his day, who, by the way, were the true deceivers, manipulators, prevaricators, and so on. Jesus said, I came to bear witness to the truth. And, of course, Pontius Pilate responded in a sarcastic way, saying, well, what is truth? Come on, what's truth? I came to bear witness to the truth. Not a truth, not many truths, but the truth. Do you truly love truth? Do you truly love the truth? Would your life Today, reflect that you truly love the whole of God's truth? What would your wife or your husband say? What would be the testimony of your children? Or of the people in your workplace? Or would they think that somehow you actually are walking the manipulated path just like they are? Maybe just at a different level? Maybe trying to cover it with some sort of religious God talk, but still really following the deceptive way. Just thinking about it before the break. We'll be right back.
1: There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage, It's all on Chuck's website, SaveUS.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast live and archived, Save America Ministries' website at SaveUS.org.
0: Again, I welcome you back to Viewpoint. Today we're talking about the matter of manipulation, deception, seduction, uh, dissimulation, and so on. Uh, as it relates particularly to COVID and the vaccine, but even more broadly. We're using this as the means, the, the centerpiece, shall we say, to talk about the much bigger issue of manipulation deception itself. If we think it's just related to COVID and uh, the vaccine and so on, we miss the point. We set ourselves up for the next deception, Maybe it's regarding digital money, or who knows what else is coming down the pike. But I believe that's probably likely the next thing. And behind that will come the mark of the beast. If you can't get it straight now, you'll never get it straight when that comes along. Because the deception is going to be multiplied many times over. So before we go deeper into this, let me just suggest to you, a book that will help you understand the breadth of deception, seduction, and all of these things as it relates in so many different areas of life. It's called Seduction of the Saints. How to stay pure in a world of deception. What we're finding is that people are, as they get a hold of that book, they're realizing how incredibly relevant it is. That it's more relevant today than the day I wrote it. That it's perhaps one of the most relevant publications today, other than the Bible, to help us to come to grips with what God has been trying to tell us for a very long time, what Jesus tried to tell us, what the Apostle Paul, the Apostle Peter, the Apostle John, the Apostle James all tried to tell us, and we still haven't gotten the message. In fact, let me just suggest to you this. That book will make one of the most fascinating books for study in a small group, men's or women, or both, that you could ever find. The relevant nature of it is so vast and so provocative, so piercing to our thinking. And it's full of questions at the back of every chapter. You could use it in your family. A lot of dads wonder, well, what what could I do? What could I possibly use? Uh, for biblical discussion with my family. Oh, my dear friend, this book has it all. I mean, it's just, (laughs) there's no end. It will allow you to deal with virtually everything that God wants you to be dealing with in your life, but it helps to apply it in ways that are so prominent in front of us today that your teenager can well understand uh your uh, junior high school, middle school p- kid can understand. Everybody can understand. It's an $18 book. Yours for $15. It's on our website, saveus.org. Saveus.org. Give us a call, 1-800-SAVE-USA. That's 1-800-SAVE-USA. Or write to us at Save America Ministries. P.O. Box seven oh eight seven nine Richmond, Virginia, 2 Three two five five. You're writing a check at five dollars for postage and handling. By the way, if you want to get uh, a larger quantity of them for such a group, let me know and we'll try to work out some sort of a special arrangement for you. We're already giving you a three dollar discount per book, by the way, uh, or four dollar discount. Actually, I think it was an eighteen ninety nine book. Okay, now let us move forward. <clears throat> According to the World Tribune, former CDC director Robert. Not Robert, but, uh, yeah, Robert Redfield said that Dr. Fauci sidelined anybody who questioned him on the COVID origin. Now we have to ask why he did that. It's a fact that he did it. The question is, why did he do it? There was a reason or multiple reasons why he did it. And he did it with a vengeance. He silenced anybody who did not embrace his narrative on the origin of the COVID virus. That's what the former CDC director, Robert Redfield, told the House Oversight Selective Committee on the coronavirus pandemic uh, a week ago Wednesday. Redfield said he was intentionally excluded from conversations on the federal government's response to COVID because he refused to fall in line with the Fauci narrative. He said it was the given decision by Dr. Fauci that there was one point of view that we're going to put out there, and anyone who doesn't agree with it is going to be sidelined. And as I say, I was the only CDC director, and so I was sidelined. Redfield was a virologist, a virologist rather, testified he had been vocal as early as January 2020 about his suspicions that COVID had likely originated in a Chinese lab. He said, I make it clear to all of them why we had to aggressively pursue that. I let them know as a virologist that I didn't see that this was anything like SARS or MERS, and they knew that that was how I was thinking. So, not long after, Fauci began working to exclude, he said, from the conversation. He was even removed from conferences, and yet he was supposed to be on the coronavirus committee, the inside, but he was excluded. Now, we're going to perhaps find out why he was excluded. This came from another article, from the hearing of bombshell: Fauci paid off scientists to abandon the lab leak theory. Did you hear that on ABC, NBC, CNN, even Fox News? I doubt it. Not on Newsmax either. Or AON. You didn't hear it there, probably. Here is what happened. Dr. Christian Anderson, a virologist from the Scripps Research Institute, told Dr. Fauci that he thought, and he and others thought, that the COVID-19 thing was man-made. He said, the genome is inconsistent with the expectations from evolutionary theory that Dr. Fauci was was trying to uh, uh, promote. Dr. Robert Gary, another scientist, expressed a similar sentiment. He said, I don't know how this could possibly happen in nature, but it would be easy to do in a lab. So now the uh, conversation turns to an investigative hearing in Congress that may have suggested the reason for a flip-flop by these two scientists. Did money change hands to alter the narrative on COVID? Nine million dollars worth? Well. It was former CDC Director Dr. Robert Redfield who confirmed during testimony that he was excluded, as we've already reported, and kept out of the loop by Dr. Tony Fauci as early as February 2020, after he suggested the COVID-19 virus was leaked from a laboratory and did not act like a naturally occurring SARS coronavirus. He testified that even though he was CDC chief, and was on the Coronavirus Task Force formed in January 2020, he did not see emails addressed to Dr. Fauci from Dr. Anderson, which said the virus looks engineered, and from Dr. Gary, who stated it would be easy to generate from a lab. In other words, Dr. Fauci didn't want Dr. Redfield to see those emails. So Representative Jim Jordan asks in the investigation, Redfield you didn't see either of those emails, even though you're head of the CDC, even though you're on the coronavirus task force that had been formed just two days earlier? And Redfield confirmed. No, I didn't. Then Jordan said three days later, Dr. Anderson and Dr. Gary, who told us that it came from a lab in emails to Dr. Fauci, that Dr. Fauci wouldn't let Dr. Redfield see. Three days later, they changed their position 180 degrees. The question is why? Now, friends, let me just suggest to you, if you want to find out, if you want to begin to probe manipulation and deception, you must begin to ask questions of motivation. Unfortunately, in our day and age, to ask questions of motivation is considered a taboo. Here's the reason why. Because people think that when Jesus said, judge not that you be not judged, that he meant don't form any opinions, don't discern whether or not something is right or wrong, uh, true or honest or whatever. No, just let everything go. Let everything be. Otherwise, you'll be judging. Friends, that's not what Jesus was talking about. He was talking about condemning somebody to eternal destiny or damnation through your own judgment. I mean, the Bible tells us that we're to discern right from wrong. We're to discern justice and truth. We're to discern whether something lines up with God's word, will, and ways or not, aren't we? Of course we are. In fact, we're to do that even the more so in the body of Christ. The Apostle Paul told us that. Boy, we're so, as they say, screwed up in our thinking. And it's allowed us to be continually manipulated and led down the primrose path in so many different areas, whether it has to do with secular things like the virus and uh, uh, money and so on, or whether it has to do even with theological things, things in the church. The root is almost always the same. Power, perks, and position. If you follow the money, if you follow the motivations, that's where you end up. That's what killed Jesus. Pontius Pilate knew that. It was but for envy that they brought him, he said. Envy of what? They were afraid that Jesus was going to cost them their power, perks, and position among the people and in the power brokers of Rome, so they said, away with this man. It's very simple. Are you willing to discern the difference between truth and falsity?
1: Have you ever considered what the early church was like? incredible but the same can be found right now go to save us.org and click sell church we can revive first century christianity for the 21st century it's about people not programs it's about a body not a building that's save us.org click sell church
0: what would you be willing to do to get a hundred thousand dollars that you didn't actually earn? Would you be willing to do almost anything other than murder? Would you be willing to lie? And even call it a white lie? Would you be willing to do that? How about if a million dollars was on the line? Would it make a difference? How about ten million dollars? You see, the issue isn't how much. The issue is your character. And that's what's being tested right now in America. That's what's being tested in the church. That's what's being tested among the American people today. How about if you were promised a particular position, if you would just do something that you really didn't agree with? And it was going to be a great uh, elevation of your position. Would you be willing to go along with it? Hmm? How many people have run for a public office out of graft or greed? Being promised certain amounts of money by people or power, perks, position by people, power brokers in various positions. The graft is unbelievable. Hard to find truth. Hard to find honest and true motivation these days, isn't it? See, and manipulation tests our motivation. Manipulation, in its various forms, tests our ability, whatever our motivation is. How strong it is. So, here's what happened. This all came out in the congressional testimony that uh, uh, Jim Jordan, the congressman, said, How is it that within three days, the positions of Dr. Anderson and Dr. Gary that were contrary to Dr. Fauci shifted 180 degrees? How is it that that happened? There was no new scientific evidence that became available. So what were the influences? Well, here it is. Just a few weeks after the Nature Medicine article had come out, two of the signers of the original email, Dr. Fauci and Dr. Anderson and Dr. Gary, were rewarded a $9 million grant. By whom? Dr. Fauci. But Dr. Redfield wasn't allowed to be in on that. Then three months later... Well, here comes the $9 million from Dr. Fauci. Isn't that something? The grant was from the National Institute for Allergies and Infectious Diseases, which Dr. Fauci ran, virtually owned, in a sense. So Dr. Fauci took steps to shut down the whole conversation about the lab leak theory among the members of the scientific community. And he called it. Science. In fact, he tried to pretend that he was the incarnation of science. And Fauci had been involved in grants that eventually wound up in the Wuhan lab. It's enough to make a grown man cry. The wickedness It went on, and what it likely cost people in terms of hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of lives across the country, not to mention the political problems. Then it goes on. Workers fired for refusing COVID shots were reported to the FBI. Many employees fired for refusing to get the COVID-19 vaccine for religious reasons, not to be rehired in New York. But their names were sent to the FBI so that their reputations would be colored as virtual terrorists. Talk about manipulation, friends. Should people who refuse to get a COVID shot be reported to the FBI? Dr. Atlas appeared on television many times concerning what was going on with Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks. He called out Dr. Fauci and Dr. Brooks for failed lockdown policies and the vilification of their critics. He listed ten big falsehoods which were known for years to be false and proven to be false that were promoted by American public health leaders Elected, unelected officials, and now discredited academics. Here are the 10. The SARS COVID uh, vaccine coronavirus has a far higher fatality rate than the flu by many orders of magnitude. He said it's absolutely false. Number two, everyone is a significant risk to die from the virus. False. Number three, No one has any immunological protection because this virus is completely new. False. Number four, asymptomatic people are major drivers of the spread. Absolutely false. Number five, locking down, closing schools and businesses, confining people to their homes, stopping non-COVID medical care and eliminating travel would stop or eliminate the virus. Absolutely false. Number six, masks would protect everyone and stop the spread. Absolutely false. Proven so. Number seven, the virus is known to be naturally occurring and claiming it originated in a lab is a conspiracy theory. Absolutely false. Number eight, teachers are at especially high risk. False. Number nine, COVID vaccines stop the spread of the infection. Absolutely false and never were intended to. By admission of Dr. Burks. Oh, this, this stuff is enough to make me angry friends because this would this involves righteous indignation. I'm going to use a vernacular term here to see to tell you, let you know what I think Jesus would do and respond to this. He'd blow a fuse because of the wickedness, the manipulation and the wickedness that took place. It would be as if he walked into the ta- the temple and turned over the tables of the money changers and said, it is written, my house shall be a house of prayer, and you have made it a den of thieves. He would respond in the same spirit, I believe. And that immune protection only comes from a vaccine, absolutely false. Are there any apologies coming from Dr. Fauci or Dr. Burtz? Are these not one? Why? They have to protect power, perks, and position as best they can. Oh, It's breathtaking. Just utterly breathtaking. From Israel National News, COVID vaccines peer-reviewed study links shots to multiple health issues. We're not going to go into the details of all that. We just don't have time to. Myocarditis diagnoses were found to be associated with the highest additional risk, about 2.6 times as likely overall with an even higher risk in men. Look at the, are you following at all the number of young people, 30 years of age and younger, that are just dropping dead all over the world? Athletes just dropping dead? we don't have time to go into all those people something very strange has happened. But nobody, but nobody wants to admit that they took the so-called vaccine. They don't want to go there because it'll blow their cover. It's a massive cover-up, friends. In the name of science, a massive cover-up. Sheer wickedness. I would not want to be any of those so-called scientists, politicians, doctors, and so on that refused to see and were bought out or otherwise manipulated through the threat of loss of power, perks, and position to the cost of so many lives. I would not want to f- be in their shoes on judgment day. There is going to be a judgment. It's appointed unto man once to die, and after that, the judgment. And there is going to be a judgment. The judgment isn't going to be just for The practice of homosexuality, not just for uh, pederasty and uh, transgenderism and all of that kind of perversion. is going to be for deception, lying, manipulation. In fact, Revelation chapter 21 says all liars will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now... In all honesty, you and I know that our human nature is such that we are all prone to deception in one way or another, aren't we? Don't think that yours truly sits here on the other side of the microphone and is not aware of that. that means that every single one of us is going to be brought to account. And it's not going to be a pretty picture. But here's what we can do. This is the hope that we have. If we will confess our sin before God and before those to whom we should be accountable in this life, He is faithful and just to forgive our sin if we're repenting from it and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That is the gift of God. That's mercy, friends. That's not grace. That's mercy because we're guilty. Guilty is sin. You don't need mercy if you're not guilty. That's why nobody wants to confess Because they don't want to admit they're guilty. No. God's grace, his His, His unmerited favor, is what then will enable you to walk out his truth, his righteousness, his holiness, amid a wicked and perverse generation, full of manipulation, deception, prevarication, and so on. Now we discover over 700 million in COVID aid for schools never made it to the classroom. Never made it to the classroom. Where is it? Well, it's been absorbed by school systems and so on. Administrators just doing what they want to do with the money. All they want to do is get money. How many people? How many businesses? How many individuals? Even churches went out to grab a hold of government what they thought was free government money, ripped off the rest of the taxpayer payers to get so-called free government money in the name of COVID. Boy, I'll tell you, sure, sure revealed. The heart of America, didn't it? $32 billion of taxpayer funds wasted on mRNA vaccines. COVID-19 vaccines remain a very serious pregnancy problem. It's increasing now. Thanks for joining us. Get a copy of the book. Production of the Saints, How to Stay Pure in a World of Deception. $15 will put it in your hands. I don't think you'll be disappointed. It'll strengthen you, encourage you for these difficult times. It's on our website, saveus.org. Call us 1-800-SAVE-USA. God bless.